Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOF PHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that he will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. I want to talk to you uh, for a few minutes this morning, and then we're going to have some prayer time. But I want us to prepare our hearts now as we head into Easter, which we will celebrate next Sunday. But today we're going to focus on Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday was the beginning of the week that changed everything for all of us. This last week of Jesus' life has been known as Holy Week or the Passion Week. This Sunday before Easter, we celebrate Palm Sunday. And on the very first Palm Sunday, Jesus, he makes his triumphant entry into Jerusalem. This great event is recorded in all four Gospels. But today, I want you just to open up your Bibles and I want to share with you uh, this event that's recorded in the Gospel of Matthew. The Gospel of Matthew, chapter 21, verses 1 through 11. Let me read that to you now, and you can open up your Bibles and follow along. Matthew 21, verses 1 through 11. It says, As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethpage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, tell him that the Lord needs them, and he will send them right away. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to the daughter of Zion, See, your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey, and a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt, placed their cloaks on them, and Jesus sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest! When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, Who is this? And the crowds answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your living word. And God, we know that your word will never return void. So God, as we begin today, Lord, to uh, just... Uh, saturate our hearts and minds with your word. We pray, God, it would just be fruit that would come forth that would bring you glory and to bring you honor. We ask it now in the name of Jesus that your anointing would be upon us. In your name, Lord, we pray. Amen. I want you just to notice with me this morning a few things I want to highlight from this passage found in the Gospel of Matthew. I want you to first notice the announcement of the king. The announcement of the king. When Jesus entered into Jerusalem riding on a donkey, 
the people, it says there in the scriptures, that they went ahead of Jesus and some followed behind and they were announcing, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. They were announcing Hosanna in the highest. They were announcing that Jesus was coming into Jerusalem, which is really ironic because for three years, Jesus went around doing public ministry and would never allow anyone to announce that he was king. But now the last week of Jesus' life, five days before Jesus was to go to the cross and be a sacrifice for us, Jesus allowed the crowds to call him king, to call him king. This announcement here we find in the Gospel of Matthew was a prophetic announcement. You see, hundreds of years before Jesus made this entry into Jerusalem, the prophet Zechariah recorded this event about Jesus and told that it would happen in Zechariah chapter 9, verse 9. It says here in Zechariah 9, verse 9, it says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout! Daughter of Jerusalem, see your king comes to you, righteous and having salvation, gentle and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. This was a prophetic announcement. Zechariah said, behold, your king comes to you. This was a prophetic announcement, but this was also a powerful announcement. Because this won't just any regular man that was riding into Jerusalem on this donkey This was the Son of Man, the Son of God, the Messiah, the Anointed One. This was the King of Glory. This was Jesus, the King of Kings. This was the one riding into Jerusalem, makes this announcement powerful. That word king in the Hebrew language is a word malik. And that word means the one who is able, the one who can. And that's wonderful news for us today. You may wonder what in the world... Uh, How can that apply to me today? Well, let me tell you how that word applies to us today where you are. It tells us that King Jesus is the one who can. And King Jesus is the one who is able to do all things. King Jesus is the one who can defeat sin. King Jesus is the one that can deliver us from sin. He's the one that can uh, deliver us and destroy the power of sin. He's the one that can forgive our sins. Jesus is the one that can give us eternal life. Jesus is the one who can save the lost. Jesus is the one that can heal the brokenhearted. Jesus is the one that can give hope to the hopeless. He's the one that can break off every chain in your life right now. He's the one that can set the captives free. Jesus is the only one that can give you true joy and true peace today. Jesus is the one that can come to the fearful and give you faith. And that's a good word for us today. He can come to those that are living in fear and he can give you faith. He can come to the one that's worried in heart and give you a peace that will guard your heart and guard your mind. King Jesus is the one who can and King Jesus is the one who was able to do all things. Hallelujah to the name of Jesus. He's our king. This was a prophetic announcement This was a powerful announcement, but it was also a personal announcement. Zechariah said, Behold, your king comes. Your king comes to you. And the question this morning is, is Jesus your king? I pray that Jesus is your king today. I hope and pray that he's king over your life. I want to encourage you today that he wants to be king. He wants to come to you. Zechariah said, Behold, your king comes to you. 
I want to tell you today, friend, Jesus wants to come to you in a personal way and have a personal relationship with you and help you through any personal crisis in your life. It's a personal announcement, and God is telling us to call on him and make him king over our life. Make Jesus king so he can help you today. I encourage you to do that right now. I also want you to notice here out of this passage I share with you not only the announcement of the king, but the acknowledgement of the crowd. The acknowledgement. It says here in Matthew 21, verse 8, that a very large crowd sp- spread their cloaks on the road while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. That tells us, friend, that there was one crowd of people there on that first Palm Sunday that acknowledged Jesus with praise. They acknowledged Jesus with praise. They were gathered along the roadside. They had palm branches. They had their coats. And they were shouting with praise, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. They acknowledged Jesus with praise. And we need to acknowledge Jesus with praise today. That word Hosanna, it means to help now. It means to save now. In church, we can shout today, to Jesus, we can shout with praise to King Jesus today because he will help us now and he will save us now. And listen, I know we're in some difficult times, but li- listen, be encouraged that he can save you now and he can help you now. Maybe you're watching online this morning and you need God to do a now work in your life. I know many people are going through some desperate times and you need the Lord to do something now for you. Maybe you need the Lord to save your soul right now. Maybe you need the Lord to help your family right now, to save your job right now, to help your children right now, to save your marriage right now, to rescue you from discouragement right now, to give you peace right now, to save you from sickness in your body right now. Many of you are watching online today, and you need the Lord to do a now work And I promise you, friend, if you'll call on him, he'll display his glory, he'll display his power, and he'll do it right now. Hosanna in the highest. We can praise him today because he will help us and he will save us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we can be encouraged today, knowing that the Lord's there to help us. Some of these people that were gathered along the roadside that were praising Jesus, they were praising him because... They thought that he was coming there to set up an earthly kingdom and he would be their ruler there in that land. But many other people that were there that were gathered were praising Jesus, not because he was going to be their ruler, but because of all that he had done in their life, all the miracles that he had performed. He had opened the eyes of the blind. He had opened the ears of the deaf. The lame were walking. The lepers had been healed. They were praising Jesus for all that he had done in their life. And I wonder, when is the last time you praised Jesus for all that he's done in your life? When is the last time you just took some private time to get along with the Lord and just begin to praise him for all that he's done? We can do that right now, even while we're online. You can just key in right there where you are. You know, you could say, I praise you, Jesus, for how you, and you can fill in the blank. I praise you, Jesus, when you, and you can fill in the blank. Right there where you are, just go ahead and praise him online and and let people know that you're praising the Lord for what he's done in your life because, listen, he deserves our praise. He deserves our praise. 
that crowd there, they were praising the Lord. Listen, they were praising the Lord, and Jesus hadn't even died on the cross yet. They were praising the Lord, and he hadn't even been resurrected from the grave yet. How much more should we praise the Lord today? Listen, we are on this side of the cross. We know Jesus uh, was crucified for us. We know Jesus was raised from the dead. We know Jesus ascended back to heaven. We know Jesus is coming back one day to take us to be with him. Hallelujah. There's so many reasons that we can praise the Lord today. So I encourage you right there where you are, just say, thank you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. There was a crowd there praising Jesus, but there was also a crowd there who acknowledged Jesus not with praise, but they acknowledged him with persecution. Instead of praise, they acknowledged him with persecution. In the Gospel of Luke, you find these religious leaders and they began to shout out to Jesus and they told Jesus that you need to silence the people uh, who are praising you. You need to silence those ones who are praising you. And we have that same crowd today trying to force Christians to be silent with our praise to Jesus. We have that same force moving across our nation rejecting Jesus Christ as King. I want to give you just a quick history lesson. You may not find it in the books today, but if you look, you will find it uh, in our history that our founding fathers right here in America, did you know that the founding fathers of our nation, that we could have had a king at one time, but when they, were fi- when they were working on our nation and establishing our nation, they decided that we don't want a king because Jesus is our king. That was from our founding fathers. We could have a king, but we don't want a king because we already have a king and his name is Jesus. No other, they declared that there will be no other king but Jesus And now look how years have gone by. Crowds are rejecting Jesus as our king. We have crowds now trying to dethrone Jesus from our land. We have crowds now working to remove prayer out of the public square. We have crowds now that are trying to remove the cross from our land. We have crowds now trying to silence followers of Jesus Christ. I want to just speak to the church right now. Please listen to me. I I want to encourage you to just listen to my heart. I want you to know that we need to lovingly refuse to to give in to this silence. We We need to refuse to be silent. It's time for the church to rise up. And it's time for the church to declare that Jesus is King and Jesus is Lord over this nation. God help us to arise and not be silent and not let those crowds and those forces cause us to be silent. I love what Jesus, I love how he responded to the crowds. I love what he said to that crowd that was acknowledging him with persecution. Jesus told them this. He said to those religious leaders, if for some reason these people that you hear praising me right now, if they do stop praising me, he says the rocks are going to start to cry out. And I just want to declare right now, can we as a church declare that on this Palm Sunday that no rock is going to have to cry out for us? No rock is going to have to cry out for us. No rock is going to have to praise for us. We think about how God has been so faithful to us. We can praise the Lord. And it doesn't matter, listen, no matter how bad things may get here while we're on this earth, we can declare that no rock will ever praise for us. We will praise the Lord with our own lips and our own heart. I stand before you today. I know I stand before you a changed man. 
a new creature in Christ Jesus, transformed by the power of God. And I'm going to praise him. No rock is going to cry out for me. I'm going to praise him for who he is. And I'm going to praise him for all that he's done in my life. He has picked me up and he's turned my life around. He has saved me. He set me free. He delivered me from addictions. He restored my family. He called me to preach the good news. He's called me to pastor one of the greatest churches on this planet. And I'm thankful and I'm going to praise him. Matter of fact, I'm going to stop right now and say thank you Jesus thank you Jesus hallelujah thank you God for your faithfulness I praise you right now Lord I praise you and give you all the glory hallelujah let me ask you the question are you going to let a are you going to let a rock cry out for you are you going to let the world silence you I pray that you'll just begin to praise the Lord wherever you go Psalm 150 says let everything that have breath praise the Lord praise the Lord hallelujah let everything that have breath praise the Lord. These religious leaders that acknowledge Jesus with persecution, there's still a crowd today acknowledging Jesus with persecution and mockery today. But there's one thing that people continue to forget. And I want to remind you this morning that one day, one day, everyone will bow their knee and confess that Jesus is Lord of lords and King of kings. One day, everyone is going to bow and acknowledge Jesus as King of Kings. I want to tell you this morning, Hollywood is going to bow one day. They're going to bow their knee, and they're going to confess that Jesus is King of Kings. Politicians, their knees are going to bow, and they're going to declare that Jesus is King of Kings. All the leaders of the world that we live in, they're going to bow down and declare that Jesus is King. Every atheist is going to bow. Every agnostic is going to bow. Every professor is going to bow. Every philosopher is going to bow. Listen, one day, there's coming a day when everyone... Their knees are going to bow, and we're going to declare that Jesus is King of Kings. Hallelujah. He is King of Kings. Why don't you go ahead and declare that right now in your own life? I want you to notice here, as we begin to wrap things up here, that this was an announcement of the King, and also this was a time that crowds acknowledged Jesus, and this is also the awesome King. And here's what I mean by that. I mean when I say he's the awesome king that Jesus is above all. He is above all. King Jesus is above all. Zechariah said these words. He says, your king comes to you. And when he refers to king, he's referring that Jesus is above all. He is above all. Listen, he is above all. He is king of the universe. He's king of Israel. He is in control. He's king of heaven. He's king of glory. He's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. He's the king who has no equal. He's the king that has no rival. He is the king whose kingdom will never end. He's the king who will never be defeated. He's the king of righteousness. He's the king of holiness. He's the king of love. He's the king of grace. He's the king of mercy. He's the king who's all-powerful. He's king over the grave, and he's king over every situation and every circumstance in your life. He is king. And the question is, do you know him? Do you know him this morning? I hope he's your king. I hope that you've crowned him king over your life. I hope he's king over your life. I hope he's king over your home, your marriage, your children, your finances, your business, your relationships. I hope he's king over all. 
I hope you're fully surrendered to him today. He's the only king that conquers with love and not force. And I want to remind you something. He's not going to force his self on you. He's not going to force his will on you, but he is inviting you. He's inviting you to come to him today, and he wants to be king over your life. He stands at the door, and he knocks, but you have to open the door to let the king come in. And I pray that you'll make that decision right now. Pastor Kevin, if you'll come, open the door today to your heart and let Jesus come in and be king of kings. What a tragedy. What a tragedy it would be for you to hear the good news and hear the gospel and you never make a decision to follow Jesus Christ. Friend, that would be a tragedy. And the Lord wants you to respond to him. He wants you to respond. He's inviting you now, and he wants you to respond. Well, how do you respond? Well, you respond through repentance. You just turn from sin, and you turn to Christ. You turn to what he did for you on the cross, and you just admit to him that you're a sinner right now and that you want to place your faith in Jesus Christ. If you're lost, you need to be saved. And I want to just tell you, he's the king of forgiveness. He's the king of grace. He's the king of mercy. No matter what you've done in your life, he can save you today. He can forgive your sins, and he can give you new life. So right there where you are, you can just say, Lord Jesus, I turn from sin today, and I place my faith and trust in you. Thank you for taking my place on the cross. I believe you died for me. And I believe that God raised you from the dead. And today I confess you as Lord. I confess you as King of Kings over my life. And I surrender all to you today. In the name of Jesus, save me, Lord. Give me a home in heaven today. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. I pray that you've made that decision today and have received Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior. Please do us a favor. If you would just make some kind of comment right there online or you can contact the church office, email us, any way possible. Please let us know uh, what God is doing in your life and we want to continue to pray for you. And I realize there's many people watching and you're going through some uh, tough times, no doubt. But I want to just remind you again, Jesus is the King of kings. He's king over every situation, king over every circumstance. He is the one who can, and he is the one who is able. So right there where you are, can you just hold your hands out to the Lord and say, Lord, you know what I'm going through right now in my life. You know what my family's facing and I know and I declare, Lord, that you're the one who can and you're the one who's able. And I just put this situation, I, I put my need into your hands right now, Lord. And I ask you, God, just to do a miracle. I need something right now, Lord. I need something right now from you, God. I need provision right now. I need protection right now. I need peace right now. Lord God Almighty, come and be a helper to me and my family. I put my trust in you today, Lord. I put my trust in you today, Lord. Come to me, Lord, and drive out all fear 
and just build faith up in me right now. Lord, I pray right now that your peace would just fill the hearts of people and guard their hearts and guard their minds. In Christ Jesus' name we pray and for his glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Just right there where you are. Just say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm trusting in you. I'm, go ahead and declare it to him right now. Yes. I'm trusting in you. I'm trusting in you. You are the light of the world. You're going to get me through this, and I'm going to have a testimony, Lord, that's going to bring honor and glory to you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I praise you right now. Lord, you've been so good to me. You've made a way in the past, and you're going to make a way now. And I thank you for that in Jesus' name. Hallelujah.